Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Broken Vessels Mended by God podcast. And we are in lesson four of the It Is Well With My Soul Bible study. And I'm so glad to have you here. If my voice is a little rough, it's because I've been sick and finally getting out of it, but the congestion remains. <laughs> so, my apologies. We're going to be looking at Romans 8, verses 26 through 27. Very, very popular verses, right? And it begins with Paul's letter to the Romans where he says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. We do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. In previous lessons, we reflected on the power of God given to us to handle our fear and anxiety. We looked at the importance of praying to God about our cares and fears. And then we looked at Hannah's story and how God hears our prayers. So think about what you've learned so far about handling fear and anxiety. Praying through weakness. Have you ever been in such sorrow that you couldn't even speak? When you open your mouth to pray, there are no words? I have been there. And in this lesson, we will look at Paul's response to the early church and how we can apply this knowledge to our prayer lives every day, especially when we are in deep fear and anxiety. Paul wrote in Romans 8:26, likewise, the Spirit also helps and our weaknesses. Because Paul wrote this passage to the early church in Rome, we can deduce that they were struggling to pray. And can you imagine why? They were living in Rome under the thumb of Emperor Nero. He was a madman who was killing both Jews and Gentiles. Plus, Jewish leaders were also rounding up Christians and turning them over to the Roman guards in order to appease them. So early Christians were being oppressed from all sides. And Paul understood this and used his letter to comfort them, but also to remind them of some truths that you and I can use today. The Spirit. Paul wrote in Romans 8, For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Think for a moment, what does anxiety look like to you? And does God understand anxiety? Because God gave us a plan to handle fear and anxiety, we can rest in knowing that God also made a way, a way for us to reach out to Him in the midst of all this confusion and fear. Hiding for their lives, the members of the early church continued to meet together to tell others about Jesus, to give support to one another, and they continue to use their gifts and talents to worship God, all while being oppressed. Amazing, isn't it? They could not have done all this without the Holy Spirit, though. Think of a time when you were in deep despair, when it looked hopeless, or maybe you know someone who has been in this grievous state. Think of how this state of mind affected your physical and mental health in addition to your spiritual health. 
when you prayed, how did the Spirit intervene for you or for your friend? It is rather amazing how this member of the Godhead Trinity intercedes on our behalf and that God in His wisdom provided a way for His children to speak to Him even in the midst of utter despair because He understood that, didn't He? Remember in Matthew 26, verses 36 through 46, it says, Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. After reading this passage, can you see how God understands your pain and sorrow? Jesus endured it, but he was faithful in prayer and seeking comfort from God. How does Jesus understand our fear and anxiety and how it affects our physical and mental health? Because we have a Savior who endured great pain and suffering, rejection and despair, he can sympathize with our own pain and suffering. Silent Prayer Paul also wrote in Romans 8, The Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Sometimes religion makes rules for the children of God that might seem constraining to us. Prayer is often one of those practices that seems to have rules. Praying aloud might make you feel uncomfortable. Just know that there isn't a set rule about prayer in Scripture. When you talk to God, it can be in silence. You can pray while you walk, while you run, that's what I do. And when you're just sitting with family, watching TV, while you're driving your car. Pray before you sleep, pray when you wake up. That's the beauty of prayer. It can be done anywhere, and it can be done in silence. Silent prayer is not without purpose. Visualize yourself at the Father's feet in silent prayer rolling all your cares over to Him. Sometimes our suffering is so grievous that all we can do is groan. We cannot even form words. God provided a way to communicate with Him. The Holy Spirit in you will intercede. I've been there. I remember after I lost my sister, and then five months later, I lost my mother. I would open God's Word to pray, and I couldn't even find the words. It hurt so much. Peter wrote in 1 Peter 3, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. Our Advocate Paul wrote in Romans 8.27, Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. When I was a bailiff in superior court, I sat in trials with some amazing attorneys. These people were paid upwards of $500 an hour back then to advocate for their clients. And I also sat in court when some terribly incompetent attorneys attempted to advocate for their clients, but failed miserably. I understood what John meant when he wrote in 1 John 2, My little children, these things I write to you, so that you may not sin. If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is a propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, 
but also for the whole world. An advocate is someone who publicly supports you, who comes alongside you and defends you. This person has your well-being in mind. They are there to fight your cause, defend you before others, and stay at your side until the end. A competent attorney will do just this. So how does it make you feel that you've been given the advocate with the Father to support you, defend you, and plead your cause? Standing alone to defend yourself is a risk in court, but also in life, isn't it? God said in his word that it was not good for man to be alone, so he gave Adam a helpmate. He gave us, the advocate, to stand with us and intercede on our behalf when we can't even utter words. The Spirit takes up our cause and pleads before the Father about our concerns and anxiety. How does this fact bring you comfort today? Any combat Marine or soldier will tell you about the importance of being in constant contact with headquarters. That's why the enemy always goes for the radio guy, right? Headquarters tells us where the enemy is. Headquarters sees everything. And they're there to provide assistance and backup. Without contact to those who can see the entire battlefield, Marines and soldiers are left vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy. It's the same thing with us. But it requires humility to reach out for help, doesn't it? And that's why we're told to humble ourselves. Admitting you need help is key. That requires humility. But many of us can get too arrogant to cry out for help. But what did Jesus say? Jesus said in Matthew 18, Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Little children need their parents to live. And that's what Jesus was trying to say. We should be like a little child, totally dependent on the Father. But admitting you are totally dependent on the Father requires humility. Praise God today that we weren't left alone to fend for ourselves. God didn't just say, here, I create everything and now I'm out of here. Good luck. The Holy Spirit was given to us. The Holy Spirit is there for us when we can't even begin to understand what's happening all around us. That's when the Holy Spirit intercedes for you. In what way does this knowledge give you boldness to face your fears and anxiety, knowing that you're not alone? Take time today to pray and rely totally on the Holy Spirit to give you words when your fears and worries overwhelm you. Until next time, thank you for joining me today on Broken Vessels Mended by God for Lesson 4 of It Is Well With My Soul. And until next time, God bless.